Welcome back, folks. Another great episode today, zooming in all the way from Calgary, Alberta, via Santiago, Chile. We have Senor Alvaro Besa. And Alvaro is a multifamily investor who has switched countries. He's come from Chile to Canada and he's getting rolling with multifamily here, especially in Alberta. So, Alvaro, welcome to the call. Great to have you. Muchas gracias, Dave. My pleasure. <laughs> so I'll throw a few words at Alvaro just because I spent a long time in Costa Rica, but my Spanish is getting a little rusty now. It's been 20 years. So oh, well, it sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. So Alvaro, tell us a little bit about what brought you from Chile to Canada. What that's a that's a big leap. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I have a family, a wife and three boys, 13, nine, and five years old. Yeah. We used to live in Santiago, Chile. I'm a lawyer. I, I went to law school in Santiago. I worked as a corporate lawyer for a couple of years. Then I worked in the insurance industry as a broker with a British broker. Very educational experience. Very educational experience for seven years. Then I became a management consultant. And then we I spent a semester in the U.S., when I was in law school, kind of an interchange between universities. I like the North American culture. I know you're not the US, but I like Canada better, I think. And one of my friends from Chile, from law school, as a matter of fact, he has been living here for seven years, living in Ottawa. I reached out to him. Uh, we have been discussing as a family to move here. We didn't know if the state or Canada. I think we took the right choice. I like Canada. I love the state. I have. I still have gringo friends, but yeah. I, I like you better. <laughs> be, be careful, Avro. We got a, we got a lot of American a lot of American. Oh, I love as them. Well. <laughs> I have several friends for twenty years ago. Yeah, I've been there many times. I went to the U.S. for my honeymoon, so I really I really like those guys. Of course. Uh, we arrived in the middle of the pandemic. We it was tough, very tough. But I'm, I think I'm kind of resourceful because of the life I've been living. Yeah. So we decided to move. Everything was closed. Everything was all people wearing masks. We, I remember that image walking through the New York airport. It was like a movie, a zombie movie. Nobody was there. Nobody. Yeah, it wasn't that. That was so weird, wasn't it? Very Just strange. these empty airports where before, and I'm sure you traveled through New York before. Yeah, many it times. It was jam packed, and it seems like post-apocalyptic almost. Yeah. At that, that it was scary times. Yeah, absolutely. We arrived to Montreal. Yeah, I spent one year, eight months. Well, by the way, I moved to Canada especially because of my interest, my interest in uh, in investing in real estate. I've been in real estate from 20 since 2010 in Chile. I have uh, single family homes and land for development in Santiago. Okay. Uh, I start well, I'm kind of a nerd, so that's that's my my lawyer brain. I have to understand how things work, how the system works. You are Similar to the U.S., but very different at the same time. So it was mm -hmm. interesting. I started reading a lot. Uh, 
searching in Google, some YouTube as well, especially from older guys. I like talking with older people. I like the experience, the track record, the crisis management. And we decided to come here. It was my intention to start investing as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. So we arrived in October 2020 to Montreal. I started researching for a mentor because I knew the system was too complicated and it was a new culture. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I know one person from Ottawa, so it's a huge country. I started doing research. I talked with two or three people. I met, I know you know him, Alfonso Cuadra. Yes, I do. Yeah. I met Alfonso. We have a very nice chat and we start the training in March 21. Nice. Okay. It was a very, very good decision because I, I really didn't know nobody. At the time, I think I was to number 87 or 88. Now they have 630 or 620, something like that. He has been yeah. doing a really good job. He was my teacher. He personally trained me. Um, then I realized that Quebec was tough. Uh, my partner is from Quebec. He he has a very, very deep knowledge about the investment there. He has been ma making money in Quebec. You can do it. But as a newbie, I started researching your country. I liked Alberta. Well, again, I'm a nerd. I talked to lawyers, to tax advisors, to accountants, to realtors. I started doing, because everything was closed, no meetups, no coffees, no nothing. Right. Everybody right. wearing a mask. I started doing uh, networking through Zoom and phone for about 18 months from Quebec. Wow. And I started reaching out to a lot of people in Alberta. I started to develop relationships with them. They started introducing me to more people. So when we finally moved last year, by the end of June, I already have my whole team in place. Nice. I started meeting with them in person because it's different when you meet somebody in person or, or through Zoom or phone. Uh, we already knew each other, so it was pretty easy. They keep introducing me to more people because all I have here is my name. Nobody knows me, basically. So right. fortunately, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be... Especially in the insurance industry, there is a lot of people that is not always honest. So you have to... The same could be said for the real estate industry, my friend. So And for lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. You get enough shots about being a lawyer, I'm sure. <laughs> but I was. I, I get used to, to show consistency, to being very responsible... I keep my word no matter what. If I cannot keep it, I'm going to call you. I'm going to explain you why. I think communication is the it's from the essence. You have to. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm kind of curious here, Alvaro. So you you came to Canada. You're looking at multifamily properties. You've got a background in law and insurance and real estate investing back home in Chile. Um, it's. It, and and then once you got to Canada, you kind of scoped it out and you quickly realized that Ontario and Quebec, not not so friendly for landlords, very friendly for tenants. So you looked around, Alberta was looking good. You probably looked in the Maritimes provinces of Canada as well. Yes. You found your team, you got a mentor, you got going. Um, 
Okay, so so that's all great. I guess the question I have is, what was that first foray into Canadian real estate investing? And you know, I you say you like Canada more than the states, and I, being Canadian, thank you. But a lot of Canadians are looking at how the heck can they get out of Canada and invest in properties in in the United States. So I'm curious, what as a as someone from outside of North America, what made you decide that you prefer the Canadian market over the American market? I think for a start, uh, there's, uh, I think, a little more than 300 million people living in the U.S. Yeah. You have 36, 37 million here. Yep. It's, it's less people. It's a huge country. Your because I sorry again the nerd I studied your migration system I studied the U.S. migration system I don't know if is it is because of the weather or something but here you are more friendly to newcomers than in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most people are scared spitless about immigrating to Canada, especially Latinos. I tell you, really? No, I, I think you're very cool. Yeah, well that that's what they're worried about the 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 weather more than anything. But I think, in my opinion, for example, in Chile, you have to have, well, first of all, I'm really amazed and I never been, I never stopped being amazed of the how many sources of funding you can have here. Mm. Private lending, brokers, mortgage brokers, the banks, the credit unions, your friends, Facebook. You have like 20 different ways of financing a deal. That to me was astonishing. So what what it, what does it look like in Chile? Without going into too much detail, but what's the big difference there? In Chile, we have uh, well, many Canadians have asked me how Chile is. It's too corrupt or whatever. I think the economy. Of course, we are. Uh, my country is far poorer than Canada. It's far away. We it's only seventeen or eighteen million people. But uh, the bank system is very solid. The inflation rates were, well, before COVID, of course, they were very much like the inflation rates you have here, mm -hmm. 2%, 2.5, 2.8. That was our, our inflation rate. Well, that's sounding positive. Very, very competitive banking system. I think you need a little more comp competition here. I think we do too. Yeah. So what, but you're, you're saying that there's a lot more financing options in Canada oh. than in Chile. In Chile, you have to deal with the banks. You have some insurance companies that are getting into the mortgage industry. Some of them, not all of them. The private mm -hmm. mortgages, I mean. They lend you money if you're a developer and you want to build a 20-story building with 200 apartments. But uh, if you're a private citizen or just a person, it's pretty hard. Mm. Or you have your rich uncle, which I didn't have. So I learned how to deal with the banks. I know what were their limits, what were their requirements, how they assess risk. Why are they going to lend me more money or less? I need to, I, I learned how to work with that. Here, I think it's much more easy. Here, well, this is just my opinion, but I think in Canada, if you don't have real estate, it's basically because you don't want it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you don't know about it, but it's it's very, very easy. Well, it's always hard, of course. I'm, I'm ultra super simplifying it, but um, there is a lot of sources of, 
Yeah, no, no, it's very interesting to to get your perspective, Alvaro, because again, I've interviewed quite a few newcomers to the country and, and it's always kind of the same thing. It's like, wow, look at all of the opportunity you guys have. Look at how easy this is compared to where they came from. But folks who were born and raised in Canada think it's super difficult. So it, it's all a matter of perspective. It's right? natural. So, I think if, yeah. if I was a Canadian by birth, I would feel the same. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So That's... no, it's pretty natural. I like the way you do business. You're very serious, very formal. I like that. I think, especially in Alberta. Chile, I think, is more like Quebec or Ontario. Very strict, very formal. If you if you have a deadline and you don't respect the deadline, you're dead. I like Alberta. That is still very serious and strict, but it's always room for a conversation. Mm. I like that. If you communicate with the owner, with the realtor, with everybody, you shouldn't be having too much problems. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I think Americans, I really like them. Don't get me wrong, but are a little more aggressive than you are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. In business yeah, or in life. And that could be bad or good. It depends from the point of view. Mm-hmm. I think uh, maybe, maybe I'm biased. I don't know. But because if it's, it's the States, for example, in my country, there is a lot of people who go to, to get a PhD or a master's degree to the U.S. To them, it's like the promised land. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. everything. So there's a lot of people coming back from those degrees over the last 40 or 50 years. A lot of them have been ministers of the government, secretaries of finance, of housing, of a lot of, a lot of things, making public policy, you know. So they look, every Chilean that I know, look the U.S. as heaven. So when you reach out to them and ask for money for Canada, um, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? a challenge. It's a challenge, but it's natural. I think maybe in the U.S. you have more people from outside of the country looking to invest in real estate in there. So you got far more competition. Canadians are more shy and more quiet. And I like that because I'm kind of, I talk a lot, but I'm shy deep down. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Uh, so I think we, you might get less competition because of that. Interesting. Interesting. And the U S it's inevitable. They have Hollywood. Uh-huh. Everybody's watching American movies all over the world. So everybody wants to go there. So what I'm hearing you say, Alvaro is Canada is not quite as sexy and that's okay with you. No, 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 no. It's just as <laughs> sexy. But I think not many people know about it. Right. Well, that's what I mean. That yeah. I'm I'm being facetious, but that's what I mean. It's not as not as out there, definitely. Noisy. Okay, well, it's less yeah. noisy. But it's yeah. it's it's very interesting to hear your perspective. Um, because you know, you know, you you know all three countries and cultures. So you've you've got an interesting perspective on things. All right, good. So what are you doing with real estate? in Canada, specifically in Alberta right now? What what does your portfolio look like right now? And what are you moving into? Well, we have been uh, building a business relationship with the Alberta real estate community. We're very happy working with them. It's very, very easy to work with them. Very nice people. Very helpful. They 
I rather, well, this is just my opinion, but I don't like when people tells you I have 200 units and they don't have anything because you, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Or I've been in real estate for 25 years and they have been for four months. And again, you can tell. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty honest with everybody. This is my first deal in Canada, in Alberta, uh, to the brokers, to the lawyer, to the accountants, to the realtor, to everybody. So I'm going to need a little more help. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to keep working with you in, the, in my next deals. I want to build a solid portfolio in the next five, four or five years. So I'm, I'm going to keep working with you and we're looking for long-term relationships, not, not the transactional thing only. Got it. Uh, we had 100 doors under contract in January or February with my partner. We started talking with investors, especially from Alberta and Ontario, some from Quebec as well. Uh, slowly, we canceled four, three out of the four deals because numbers at the end, we, we couldn't find the flexibility from the owner. From the deal perspective, so we talked to the, I remember especially one of them who was a very, very good deal. Agreement for sale was like prêt a porter was ready to go. But at the end, we didn't, we didn't think it was convenient for investors. We get back to them. We rather pass on this one. I know it's very nice. It's very convenient. But we really care more about our relationship with you that doing a particular deal. Well, what, what was the problem with the deal? It was pretty much our strategy is to buy existing stuff for now. We are buying uh, things that we can do some force appreciation to it. Okay. Not only in rentals, but on, on also in performance, maybe better tenant quality, uh, maybe doing some efficiencies in terms of the expenses and do some rentals as well. So in this case, it was a very nice building. It was a very good deal, but it's pretty much a turnkey. Mm. It was a very good deal, but it wasn't for us pretty much. We... So basically the returns weren't going to be high enough. You felt that, that it would compensate your investors in a significant way. Yeah, and because it was a turnkey project, we couldn't force any appreciation. It was the the matching was pretty decent, so it was it, it wasn't too much room to improve. Yeah, so we're gonna be pretty much standing in front of the building like this and waiting for the econ- what what's going the next steps in the economy. So mm-hmm. to us, if I have a lot of money and I need to park it somewhere, that's perfect for me. Right. But in our perf- in our business model, we we thought it wasn't for us because of the less opportunities to improve performance. Yeah, and it could be some way speculation. Mm. We, we couldn't we didn't we couldn't do anything with it. Right, just wait. Right, and if you had to sell it anytime soon, you'd be taking a loss because chances are it would not have gone up in value because it's pretty much optimized. Exactly. Okay. So what do you got under contract right now? And, and what, what are you excited about? I'm very excited. We have a very good deal in our hands there. It's two buildings side by side in a town called Rocky Mountain House. 
It's two hours northwest of Calgary. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting town. It's a small town, 7,000 people, but you have all the big box stores. You have a lot of businesses coming in and out. You have a lot of storage. You have a lot of heavy machinery, a lot of construction, a lot of gas. It's very well located in a strategic highway for the forestry in BC, for the gas industry, north to south and west to east. It's uh, We are walking distance from the hospital. It's mm -hmm. 38 units, as I mentioned, and we have it under contract for 50K a door. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people would get excited about that. That's that's for sure. All right. So you say you and your partner, is this the gentleman that uh, the Chilean gentleman that lives in Montreal? Is that your business yes. partner? Okay. He's, uh, his father is Chilean. His mother is from El Salvador, but he was born in Montreal. Mm -hmm. We partnered with two more guys from our group. Very, very good guys. We're very happy working with them. It was one of those rare occasions when the synergies within the team is almost perfect. Mm -hmm. Whatever I don't do very good, the other guy does it much better than me. You know. So, so let me ask you about that, Alvaro. There's so there's four of you partnering yes. up on this project, correct? And four of you as active investors in the deal, as general partners, if you will. Yes. Um, how are you dividing the responsibilities? Who's going to be doing what? What's each person bringing to the table? Well, first, me and my original partner, we discovered the deal. We put in the contract. We structure all the deal. My partner is very, very good at uh, with finances, with numbers, with financial strategy. He's very, yep. very good at that, much better than me. So he did the underwriting on it, basically? Is that yes, what I'm understanding? Yes, the okay. underwriting. He very good with numbers. We, we have a special spreadsheet that he developed, very useful, mm -hmm. that is, has projections for four years ahead of us, so it's, yep. or 50 years, I think. We, we were looking, because when I first visited the buildings, because of the price, we... So he's we, still in Montreal, is that correct? Yes. So you're kind of the the boots on the ground person in Alberta that you can you can go there and and check up on things. Yes and no. Yes, because I'm here. I've been there many times. But I've other two partners are in Edmonton. Okay. So they can go as well. Mm -hmm. Well, we were looking. I visited the building with a contractor the first time. I was uh, expecting to find something very scary because of the price and it's it was just old and dated nothing mm -hmm. more than that no water damage no flooding damage Got it. the guy the guy asked me the price like four times he couldn't believe i was getting that those buildings for that price because they are pretty nice uh we know because of the location and because of the project we are doing major renovations with it we hire one of the best companies in Alberta for the management. Uh, just by accident, one of our uh, real estate group mates is working in that company. We didn't know that. So he's mm -hmm. going to be in charge of the management. But we needed somebody for the renovations who was committed at, at, a, at a level that he has something to lose. Got it. Yeah. We know that for that, I, I in my life, I've done a million renovations, offices, houses, apartments, condos. I, I, I did it all. 
So I knew it was complicated. It's not like a 15 minute drive and see how the guys are doing. Right. And so we partner, one of our partners is a contractor. He owns a construction company. He has the, the, the necessary experience in this. He's going to have equity in the deal and he's going to be in charge of the whole uh, renovation project. Good. So, okay. So that's, that's the third partner and the fourth? The fourth partner is he's young. He's very, very smart. He's very capable. He calls himself the, the intern. Uh-huh. He's not the intern. He helped us for as a qualifying partner. Okay. As long as the our construction partner as well. Mm-hmm. Those two are qualifying partners. And the fourth partner, he has a way of doing things and giving the right saying the right thing at the right time that is really helpful he has like this this really deep insights uh, sometimes you don't know what to do or where to go first and we, we should go this place first and he's right you know mm-hmm. okay he, he has that kind of wisdom but sometimes when you're running when you're working you, you don't realize things this guy is very really down to earth i really like working with him good sounds like you've got a good team very good team. We're very lucky. So what's the, t- what's the time frame? What's, uh, when are you closing on this deal? Uh, we're looking to close by the end of the month. Good. We're finalizing our financing stage. We're still raising capital for, uh, for the equity. We are looking for a time frame of about 18 months for the renovation, maybe less. We're looking really between 14 and 18. Yeah. The sooner, the better. And how much how much are you raising to to purchase and to renovate the property? One million dollars. That's a nice round number. No, sorry. The purchase <laughs> price is one point nine. Yeah. The renovation budget is going to be one million. Mm-hmm. Okay. We is two point nine. We're pretty confident. Well, by as a matter of fact, we have been working in that market for nine months. We have another building under contract before this one. So we know the reality of, of the rents, the rents range, the, the, the tenants, we know how, how things work, we know the vacancy, we know pretty much anything about that market. And um, we, we are pretty confident that we can have an after repair value when we refi at the end of the 18 months between 4.1 and 4.2 million. Nice. We plan to go with the CMHC MLI select program that I know you, you're pretty knowledgeable about. Very good. Very good. Well, that's an exciting project. And then moving ahead, what are your plans moving ahead, Alvaro? Are you going to keep working with this core group of, of partners, uh, focusing on that same area? Or what, what do you see coming down the road over the next couple of I years. I think, yes, the the relationship we have been developing within the group has been very, very good. I'm 45 years old, so at, at my age, I already have a lot of partners under my belt, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship and the dynamic within the group, to me, is not obvious. It's not always the case with partners. We share common values. We share common priorities. We are looking, we have almost the same goals in life. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all family men. We're all pretty, pretty family centered, you know, not too greedy. You have to be greedy, but not too much. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have ambition. We are looking to, after we close on this deal, we start the process of renovations. We want to go, I think, to a major market within Alberta. I think Edmonton, Red Deer, or Calgary, definitely. Mm-hmm. Very, it's very good. Very interesting what is happening last year. 120 or 130,000 people moved to, to Alberta, to Calgary, sorry, including me. The projections from the Canadian government are that in the next 20 years, the population in Alberta is going to grow 40%. In Ontario, they are going to grow only 20%. So they have a lot of advantages. The tax structure, the affordability of the houses is still mm-hmm. good. So it's a very good moment to be here and it's a very good market to invest in. We're pretty confident. That's great. Alvaro, this has been fantastic. Congratulations on all that you've accomplished in a pretty short period of time as a newcomer to the country. If people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? They can send me an email. Should I say it now or? Sure. Or or are you on Facebook or do you have a website? Yeah, that might be the easiest way. Yeah. I'm in LinkedIn. You can find by my name, Alvaro Besa, A-L-V-A-R-O-B-E-S-A. My email is alvaro at alma, A-L-M-A, investments.net. You can reach out to me and we can connect. I love networking. I love talking to new people. I love uh, seeing how our paths align. Awesome. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Alvaro, thank you very much. Nice to meet you. Thank you you. for having me. And everybody, we'll see you on the next episode.